But um, bum 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 pow what's up solarpreneurs taylor armstrong here back for another awesome interview i'm here with jackson rucker he has a podcast of his own and is teaching door-to-door sales reps how to transition into the 21st century utilizing funnels and digital marketing to boost their careers in recruiting and anything sales related so tune into the episode take notes let us know what you think if you haven't left a review yet that's your payment, guys. Come on, get on on iTunes, wherever you listen to the podcast. Leave us a review and let us know what you think of the episode. So without further ado, we'll cue the intro music. Look, in the solar business, there's really only two types of people. There's the ones that crush it, make six, seven, and eight figures, and then there's everyone else. The question is, which one will you be? Over the last four years, we've studied the sharpest solar sales and marketing pros, how they build multi-million dollar incomes using only the best solar sales and marketing strategies. So how do these solarpreneurs do what they do and what makes them so successful? This podcast is your answer. Join us and thousands of sales pros, marketers, and entrepreneurs as we take the solar industry by storm and uncover what it takes to sell more solar with less effort. Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast. Buenos dias, solarpreneurs. What's going on? Today I'm stoked for another episode and... I've got someone that I've been following for a little bit. We're both doing similar things, and we've been meaning to get uh, in touch here. But today we've got <clears throat> Jackson Rucker on the show. Jackson, thanks for coming on with us. Hey, thanks. Uh, it's glad I'm glad to be here. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, and it's been cool because we've both kind of been taking similar paths. Both been in door to door. We met each other just, I think it was at Funnel Hacking. Was that Funnel Live. Hacking Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And we got talking and, um, I asked, I asked Jackson, like what he was doing. And then he's like, Oh, I'm in the door to door industry. And yeah, I love funnels and trying to build them out. And I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> super similar to what I'm doing. So Right. Yeah. I mean, it was just astonishing to me. Like, um, I mean, you were probably thinking similar things, but like of the what 4,000 or some people that were at that event, there was like a handful of people that were in the door to door industry there. Yeah. And it's like, do we just happen to be in the same meeting at the same time? <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's weird. So it's, I don't know, maybe there's like a magnet or something, the door-to-door and, people. Uh, and you went affected. to uh, the uh, door-to-door conference in Utah, right? Or, right. Yeah, I went there to that too, but I didn't meet you there. Like, it was funny because okay. like we were together just a few weeks apart from each other and uh, we had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, we... Maybe even before that. I mean, I've been to door-to-door con the past couple times, so maybe okay. we had those before it. No, this was my first year going to the DDD con, um, and my first year going to Funnel Hacking Live too. Okay, sweet. Well, yeah. Either way, I'm glad we ran into each other because we definitely have a lot that you know we're doing in common. We both started For podcasts. Sure. I know you just started your podcast up, Jackson. Yep. How's that going? Yeah. It's going well. Yeah. So I started uh, D2D Success Secrets uh, just a few months ago and just was able to get out my first few episodes out right now. And uh, I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's, a, it's a long play. A podcast is a long play, a long-term game. Mm-hmm. But uh, the purpose of it is to just be able to get out my content to people. Mm. Because 
the loyal listeners of a podcast are people that are usually action takers and are usually people who want to learn whatever you're learning and, and want to be able to get into your world. And yeah. so that, that was the purpose of it, but it's going super well. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. We look forward to more content and definitely yeah. going to keep you in the radar. So Jackson, let's hey, get thanks. into your, <laughs> yeah, love it. So let's get into your um, story. I mean, I know you've been in the door-to-door industry for a while, but yeah, <laughs> I love that you posted. I mean, probably a lot of people saw this about your post. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so I that thought was that was awesome. super cool, man. Yeah. So uh, yesterday, I mean, at the time of us recording this, um, mm. I, I just made a post about my origin story, right? Um, and that's what is going to be, for any person, is what's going to be the most influential story you're going to be able to tell. Yeah. Is basically telling where you've come from and why it is that you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so um, I basically started out, uh, I had leukemia when I was a kid and been of chemotherapy for uh, thir- about 38 months in a row. And mm-hmm. so like that includes like getting spinal taps with like, you know, huge needles in my back. Oh my gosh. And you know, getting that kind of treatment when you're a kid, like that's not usually something that a normal three, four or five year old goes through, but I was in treatment up until uh, I was seven. And uh, I kind of grew up always being told when I, when I, when I would be introduced to people, they'd be like, Oh wow. Like you're such a miracle. Like that's so awesome. Like, so what are you doing now? And so I always like had that over like overhanging, like, Oh, I need to like have this kind of expectation of myself. Is that like a world record or right? I was like, I need to do something awesome to be like (laughs) actually credible in these people's eyes because it's like, yeah, I survived and I'm a miracle, but Oh, you're doing nothing with your life. I didn't, I like, I never wanted to end up like that. So I was like, well, I got to figure this stuff out. And, uh, as I went into college, I was like having that thought in the back of my mind. I was like, Oh, I need to do something cool. I need to be able to be involved in something. Like I need to find my why I need to find my purpose. I need to find Mm -hmm. something that I can really sink my teeth in and, and, uh, take to the next level. And so the, uh, the opportunity came for me to be able to sell door to door. And, um, at the time I hadn't had any kind of door to door experience besides, uh, serving a mission for my church, uh, uh, like knocking doors, selling religion in a way. Right. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't very, it wasn't the same thing as, uh, selling something door to door. And so the first couple of weeks of me selling, I, I wasn't very good. And then I started to pick up on the things that people were doing in the office that I was selling in to be able to become more successful incrementally uh, over the course of the summer. Yeah. And so then as that went on kind of year after year of me kind of doing that ritual of going to school and then going out to sell and then going back to school, um, I became more and more familiar with how, you know, quote unquote, the door to door industry, right. How it works. And it was, after I sold my third year, so this past summer, um, after I sold, I've, you know, I think every door-to-door salesman asks this question to themselves every once in a while, like, do I really want to keep doing this or do I want to like do something else? Or like, is it worth it for me to stay? Or like, can I make this kind of money somewhere else? Mm -hmm. And the people who ask a different question get a different answer. Yeah. 
Cause like, so if you ask yourself that question, you're probably not going to find somewhere else that will pay you more. Yeah. If you're like, if you're asking that question of like, uh, well, this is kind of what I'm best at. If like, if you're, if you have that decided in your mind of like, this is what I'm best at, then like, that's what you're going to stay best at. But if I decided to ask a different question, I was like, what other skills can I become good at that will help me on top of me being a door-to-door salesman? Nice. And a lot of people who follow the entrepreneurial path, they eventually leave the door-to-door industry in a way, right? They go on to have some other kind of business on top of what they've learned in door-to-door sales because door-to-door sales is such a good entrepreneurial teaching vehicle. Oh yeah, definitely. Where it's like you learn sales and you learn closing. The thing that I find that most door-to-door salesmen are, are lacking is just having a really strong uh, pillar of marketing. Yeah, for sure. And like if they, if they're able to hone in their marketing skills, mm-hmm. they'll be able to become an entrepreneur a lot easier. Yeah. Because I mean, as, uh, as you and I both have experienced, like we were in door-to-door sales before and then we started learning this entrepreneurial stuff, right? Yeah. And I mean, there'll be people who will be like, oh, well, I, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life ever since I was, you know, hustling at the lemonade stand or, you know, painting numbers on people's driveways or whatever. Like there's those kinds of people. Like I really wasn't that kind of person. Like I didn't really have any kind of entrepreneurial uh, bone in my body until yeah. I went and sold door to door. But uh, as I as I started to learn about um, funnels and started learning about online marketing, I realized like, well, like how are these businesses able to grow and scale to you know seven figures, eight figures, and beyond, and not have to have door to door salesmen? Yeah. And so like that question started peeking into my mind uh, at the end of this past summer. And then as I went into like my last year of college. Okay, so there's something to this because I've uh, I mean, you've had Stephen Larson on your podcast before, mm-hmm. uh, which is an excellent episode, by the way. Thank um, you. Yeah, it's fun. The, uh, the funny thing is, is I've, I've known Steven since I was like a little kid, like we're from the same hometown. And so I knew Steven Larson before he became Steve Larson. Like I, <laughs> yeah. like, I knew him from uh, a long time ago. And so I was able to see this transformation and the achievement that he's been able to go through over these past few years. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe there's something to this. Um, and so I went down a path of learning where it's like, okay, I'm going to learn what Steven's teaching. I'm going to kind of pursue what I'm doing in psychology and my last year of college. Like I might want to go and get a, you know, higher level degree, you know, go to grad school. At the time I was studying for the GRE, right? Okay. Past summer. And uh, so, I mean, obviously my mind was racing and at the time my wheels were spinning of like, psychology, entrepreneurship, and door-to-door sales. Like I was a busy person. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what am I going to like really focus on? Cause I knew if I tried to focus on all of them, I would end up focusing on none of them. Right. And so as I went into school, I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on, uh, you know, as much as I can for the jury. Uh, I've done with door-to-door sales in a way where it's like that summer's done. Like I don't need to focus on that. I'm going to focus on, uh, pursuing my education mm-hmm. and, as far as college goes and learning as much as I could about online marketing. 
and it initially started with me taking a ClickFunnels uh, design course where I like learned how to uh, design funnels. Okay. And so uh, that course really set me up uh, because of the purpose of the course is to like be able to help you market your skills of designing funnels for people. So like you could just in a way start your own personal agency and then grow from that. And so that wasn't a a particular path that uh, I think a lot of door to door salesmen decide to go on. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of seems weird, but I was like, ah, I kind of like graphic design. Like I'm not really good at it, but I, I like, I like drawing some stuff. Like I like messing around on Adobe illustrator, you know, doing some stuff. Yeah. So what I did was I took that course and then I actually, I actually made a sale. It was a buddy, buddy of mine from when I was in high school. Uh, he wanted to make a funnel and I was like, dude, I'll make one for you. Like I'll do it for you. And nice. so like I made it and everything. And uh, it was right around that time that I went to offer mind. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Steven's event uh, in Boise that he does now every year. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I needed to like invest in myself because I needed to be able to further my education, get in the room with the right people and really work on my network. Because at that time I didn't really have a lot of network. I didn't really know where I was going. And so I knew I was like, I can trust Steven. Like I know I can get some good traction with him. And uh, I ended up investing into his high ticket course uh, or high ticket uh, kind of uh, coaching program. And at the time I had like no idea what I was doing. And I was like having in these ideas of like, maybe I want to make funnels for people, but like, I also am good at door to door sales. Like Mm -hmm. I don't really know what I want to pursue here. And as I got talking with him, it became really clear to me that this opportunity was opening up for this new kind of industry, this new kind of niche and yeah. that is kind of merging the two because that's where things are going nowadays. That's like, uh, I firmly believe like if you're going to enter the door to door sales industry and you don't have this kind of marketing pillar, like I was talking about, mm-hmm. you're going to be left behind. Like that's just kind of how it is. Like you can become really good at knocking. You can become really good at, you know, the old methods of door-to-door sales, but you're going to get outpaced by these people who are good at online selling. Yeah. Like that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. And yeah, it's funny. I came from like a similar background too. Like hearing your story, I was just thinking, Oh, I'll go build some funnels. I'll make some money through that. And yeah, then I think it was maybe, maybe same thing seeing Steven Larson, people like that talk. It right. just kind of like thought, why don't I like combine this with what I'm already doing? Right. Because I mean, both of us are already good at door to door. So why not combine the two? Yeah. And, yeah. And so like it was uh, shortly after uh, his event, like kind of the November, December time of the of 2018. Mm-hmm. And I was like trying to really do a lot of research, right? To really do a lot of red ocean research of like, okay, door to door sales, funnels, uh, like, where do I start? Yeah. And it was then that I was starting to realize, okay, what is the market telling me? Okay. What is the door to door sales industry as a market? What is it saying? What's like, it's bleeding neck. What is, what is the thing that is the biggest problem? And what I realized is like normal door to door selling, normal door to door tactics can be good and they can work though 
by themselves, they're going to be left behind, like in the dust as these next few years and the next decade unfolds. Because if, if a salesman at their best can only pitch, can only deliver their sales message one-to-one, mm-hmm. they're going to be stuck riding a bike when everyone else is driving Tesla, right? Like, it, does that make, it's kind of like that. Yeah, like, that's a good way to think of it. You're, you're, you can only go so fast with that vehicle of delivering your sales message, whether that be for selling the product or for recruiting mm-hmm. one-to-one every single time. And so like that was something really fundamental that I, that I learned really early on in researching all this is like if, uh, if your delivery of your sales message is you every time, mm-hmm. you are the system. Mm. Like and so it's like, you're not going to be able to scale that because I mean, you could, you could ride a Segway, you can run door to door, you can have the best app on your iPad of tracking the people in your neighborhood that you're knocking, but that's not going to be any faster than the worst internet marketer. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you can be terrible at internet marketing and your message will travel faster and farther than anyone on a Segway. Yeah. It's like when I realized that I was like, holy smokes, like these people don't even understand the problem that they have. And then I started to see a lot of people in the internet marketing space that were starting. Well, not, I say a lot of people, I mean, a few people, a few Mm -hmm. people that have uh, basically started talking to the door to door industry, if you will, uh, mentioning and teaching funnels. Right. Mm -hmm. But in a way, if you, if you screw up delivering that pitch, <laughs> the door-to-door industry or like, you know, as a whole, right, is going to say, yo, bro, you're like stomping on my heritage here. Like, you know, <laughs> don't tell me to stop. Like, this is, I, I'm a door knocker. Like, this is in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, you have to be really careful in the way that you deliver it. Cause it's like, you can't just say like, this is a good replacement because at the end of the day, even in 2019, door-to-door sales will still make you money. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's the whole bike versus a car thing. So it's like you have to really figure out like, okay, what's a good balance of both? Mm-hmm. And so that's what my message is for is being able to say, hey, you know, don't quit door to door sales because at the end of the day, it is something that gives you money. But learn how to do something on top of it that will make your team truly different and will be able to set you guys apart from everyone else. And so it was during this time period of December and January, like right when it was around the door-to-door conference, right? DDDCon. Mm-hmm. I realized like, holy smokes, like all these people have the same kind of pitch, whether that be like for on the doors or when you're recruiting. Yeah. And it was kind of, uh, it was kind of interesting because I went to DDDCon and I won't name names, but like I went to, uh, one of the workshops that was teaching about recruiting mm-hmm. and I was like kind of sitting in the back of the room objectively trying to figure out like okay what's really going on here because mm-hmm. I'd already been a few weeks into this deep dive of like well what does the door-to-door industry have to do with online marketing and vice versa and what I realized is like if you teach a whole body of people the methods of recruiting that are like the old methods what are they now going to do? Everyone's going to use the same one. Exactly. So it's like you're teaching these recruiters how to be different, right? Quote, unquote, how to be different. <laughs> and 
they're all going to be practicing the same thing. So it's like, you're really not making the situation any better here. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. I was like, just realizing like, holy smokes, like this is interesting. Uh, yeah. This is like, this isn't like I'm reading this in a book and this is what happened. It's like, this is what's happening in front of my face. Yeah. And like, this is industry now. And so I was like, okay, well, how can I help in this way where it's like, I've learned some of these problems that people now have and there aren't really very good fixes to it that I could see. And mm -hmm. so it was over those next few months and after Funnel Hacking Live and around that time period when I was like, well, I really need to be the living hook. I need to be that person who's making a difference because no one else that I'm finding is doing it for me. And yeah. I think uh, people like you and people, you know, that are talking about this topic are just making this industry more and more credible because it's like, look, you can do door to door sales, but you can have systems running in the background. Because I feel like if you're doing door to door sales and you don't have an automated system, both selling and recruiting for you online, you're using your time and your money in one place. And it's like I said, the, the car versus a bike, like you're going to be slower than anybody else who's attempting to approach the situation in both ways. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that come from door to door sales are afraid to teach internet marketing or mention it or talk about it because they don't want to dissuade people from going out to knock. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to, you know, kill the goose because like if you, cause I can totally get it. Cause like if I, if I had, uh, if I started learning about internet marketing in a different way or maybe a little bit earlier or whatnot, I didn't immediately make that connection of, Hey, you can, uh, you can use both. I probably would have just totally abandoned door to door and said like, <laughs> that's dead. Like, don't do that. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like you see a lot of entrepreneurs that leave entirely because they, they go and pursue entrepreneurship somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But there's a few, uh, there's, there's a handful of people that this have decided to take door-to-door -door sales and learn what they've learned outside of door-to-door -door sales as far as entrepreneurship goes and bring that into the door-to-door -door industry. Basically, uh, learn entrepreneurship on top of door-to-door -door sales, turn back and say, hey, door-to-door -door industry people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, here's something that can help you. And so like, these are the people who have the conferences, have the books we buy, have the uh, apps that we use, right? Yeah. These are the people who are, were at that conference who are helping increase the speed as much as they can yeah. for door-to-door -door sales. And so like, that's what, really what my kind of definition of like a door-to-door -door entrepreneur is, is somebody who is willing to help the door-to-door -door industry as a whole because they're making that red ocean still exist and evolve and change and move. Mm. And I really think the next progression of door-to-door -door sales is mastering both the, the sale online as well as in person. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And I love hearing that from you. Cause that's, <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we're all about here on the podcast. Solopreneur totally. podcast. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, we're just teaching people to take these door-to-door -door skills, turn it online and be an entrepreneur because, I mean, you think of an entrepreneur, it's like you're saying an entrepreneur is not just knocking doors. I mean, they're running entire companies, right? Entrepreneurs, right. the head, they're over marketing, continuing all these things. So I think it's for sure what the industry is lacking in. Like you said, I think it's the next progression. I just think about every time I was knocking um, I'm sure you encountered it too, but like you get to some doors that you can't even go up to 
will be in some neighborhoods where they have like a gate that's yeah. like before you can even get the door. So in my head, I'm thinking, how are we going to sell these people? Like, are we just missing out on these cells just because we can't get to their door? Like, I can't knock on their door. <laughs> get these people. Right. So it's like, if you can take what we're doing online, know how to market it, then you can actually get to a lot more people versus just, I mean, think of how many doors we're probably not able to knock on. Got some gated communities. I mean, unless you're jumping gates, a lot of times we're not able to get in <laughs> yeah. gated yeah, communities, yeah, yeah. things like that. Right, right, right. So yeah, I love what you're saying, Jackson. And I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Go for things. it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, some stuff, things you're saying. So you talked about when you first started, um, you're saying you didn't get a cell for what, like the first two, three weeks, something like that? Yeah. So the situation was, is I wasn't, uh, like I said, because uh, I had initially gone out and I was with some family, right? And so uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't in just like uh, a group of people who didn't know who I was. Like I wasn't going to be just sent home because I wasn't selling. Like I was out there to get good. Right. And they were willing to, you know, help me out a little bit, like give me a, you know, some grocery money and stuff like that to help me out. Like nice. as far as trying to get some traction on the ground. And uh, it was like that the first couple of weeks. And mm. after I made that like first sale, I was like, okay, now I can, I know I can now prove to myself that I can do it. I can now sell something. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so like it was it just came down to repeating that process. Okay. And, and uh, so that's kind of how it went where it's like, I, I just repeated the process in a way where each time I tried to get better. And I mean, it's not like ever since then I never had a day where I didn't sell or I never, you know, messed up a pitch, right? Like mm -hmm. it's not like I'm perfect because yeah. of that not and yeah. uh you know i think that's where a lot of people who s attempt door-to-door -door sales get discouraged where they feel like they're they're never going to uh be as good as these other top reps but it's like look they had to struggle a ton too yeah but they pushed through it and were able to uh learn a lot of these things where they're not necessarily taught in a classroom or in a meeting or in a manual but you learn them on the doors. Yeah. And I think there's a lot that can be learned from, you know, the principle of like having mat time, right? Having, uh, having time in the uh, experience where it's like you're learning by action yeah, and you're learning by actually going through the process and tweaking it as time goes on. Cool. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if I told you, but yeah, I did pest control two years before right, I even right, got right. into solar. And for me, it was a similar thing. Like I really struggled. I mean, I don't think it was two, three weeks, but I was getting, you know, probably one or two cells is all for the first couple of weeks, which in pest control, yeah, that's not good at all. Like if you're only getting one cell a week, mm -hmm. um, they're basically about to send you home. So right. for you, um, did you have, I know it's kind of like a process and just, just um learning by experience and everything but did you have any like specific things that helped you as you're learning i know you've improved a ton but did you have specific things that you did to take you from basically getting no cells for the first couple of weeks and then starting to get more and more cells to where you're at today or do you think it's more just an experience thing uh yeah that's a good question um one thing that helped me was not overthinking the pitch okay because i mean like pest control is super simple you're saying hey 
we're down the street, like we're spraying the Joneses and uh, they got a ton of ants to spiders and we know everyone out here is having the same issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get you done for half off while we're here. Yeah. Like that kind of pitch is simple. And the mistake I think that people run into is sometimes you can get into the habit of feeling like you need to add words or you need to explain it in a different way because you think someone else has already said your pitch that way. Mm-hmm. And that can be true in some circumstances where like people are repeating like, Oh yeah, it's the ants and spiders. And you're like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's always the worst. But like um, the, the real finesse in uh, I think pitching face to face is uh, being able to read the response. Mm. Right. Uh, you can say the pitch the exact same way as the person who knocked on the door the day before. Mm-hmm. but uh the the finesse and the the real showmanship of the salesman is in being able to understand and move forward with their response mm. and so does that make sense yeah yeah so yeah and body language i'm guessing like reading their yeah. body language and and i mean respond like uh on the topic that we're talking about like it's hard to try and make it in a put door-to-door sales in a box where it's like you can only do this online because you can't really measure that you can't really measure that finesse or that response online yeah way that you can in person and vice versa like you can't do what you can online in person you can't do in person what you can online sometimes and Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a different skill set to learn um when you try to approach it like we've been talking about like you have to learn it in a different way if you're yeah. wanting to master sales online and offline. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. And yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you did plenty of, you know, like role plays and all that kind of stuff too. Oh I gosh. think that's what yeah. really helped me. A ton of role play, a lot of recording of my pitch, a lot of listening where I was just like talking too much. <clears throat> a lot of times when I like didn't get to the close at all. Yeah. I basically had the people telling me no and I didn't even close them. Like yeah. <laughs> I was bad when it, <laughs> it was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, what helped me was keeping it really simple in my head and keeping it so that I wasn't overthinking my pitch, wasn't overthinking the process. And that, that I feel like that term gets thrown around really loosely of like, trust the process, like especially in door to door sales of like, trust the numbers game, you know, trust the yeah. numbers. And after I identified uh, the need in internet marketing within door-to-door sales, it kind of became clear to me of why, why door-to-door sales is, a, is called a numbers game. Yeah. Have you ever asked yourself that question? Yeah, I guess I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, um, I mean, I'm a psychology nerd and so <laughs> Uh, a lot of research that has gone into um, behavior has been performed on like mice and rats, right? Yeah. And so there's a few different people who've done experience or experience uh, experiments, excuse me, um, on the the reason why people can be like addicted to something in a way, right? Mm-hmm. So like, um, I don't know if you've heard of this experiment or there's several like it, but it basically they had the rat uh, press a bar to be able to get a, a treat or a reward. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that before? I think I've, I've heard a couple. When... So basically it's a, the experiment uh, is most popular. Uh, the most popular experiment of it is to kind of prove like 
the uh, psychology behind like gambling and casinos and stuff like that where mm. it's like uh, what type of uh, unpredictable um, but consistent rewards and punishments uh, will cause a rat or a human being to become addicted to it right mm -hmm. to, um, uh, in such a way where they want to press on the bar right to get the reward so like they did uh, several different phases of like every time the rat pressed the bar they got a reward other phase right. with other rats they did it like every other time okay and you know so forth of like uh every 10 seconds no matter with whether or not they press the bar and so like they did different intervals of uh whether or not they press the bar or different time intervals and they found that the one where it was consistently unpredictable where it's like uh, the rat couldn't really tell when they were going to get the reward mm -hmm. was the one that wouldn't lay off the, the bar mm. so like they they kept pressing the bar they didn't know when it was coming and they didn't know at what interval but they just kept pressing the bar because they knew like okay well i don't know i i pressed the bar eight times last time and i got a reward and then this time it was two um and so that rat they've discovered okay that rat is the one that is going to be the one that presses the bar the most and i feel like that mentality is very much mm. the same in door-to-door -door sales mm. you knock on two doors and you get a sale and then you're like i don't know what's behind door number three <laughs> like it might be a sale it might not i might knock yeah. for two more hours and not get a single sale yeah so door-to-door -door sales is a very unpredictable but consistent game yeah okay yeah i like that, that makes sense and so yeah. in a way like door-to-door -door salesmen are just addicted rats in a way <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that where it's like awesome. we, we are addicted to the game where it's like we know if we knock for a certain amount of hours we're, we'll probably get a sale or two or three or whatever yeah and then you can just tweak like the little things the little details in between it all depends on like well what time of day are you knocking what kind of neighborhood is it what product are you selling what picture there's a lot of intricacies yeah. in the details that's a lot more detailed than just pressing the bar yeah right or knocking the door yeah, and so there's a little bit of science that goes behind it but it's uh that mentality where it's like i'm so addicted to the numbers game where i know that if i press this bar or i mean uh if i knock this door that there might be something behind it if i do everything else the right way yeah for sure and yeah, I think that's very true. You see it in the newer reps where they do just think it's a pure numbers game and they wonder how, why, if they're knocking like the same hours as other people, like how come they're not getting the same results? But yeah, it's true. It's all about those little tweaks. And for me, it just came with the role plays, like you're saying, recording yourselves, just mm -hmm. doing those little things that make the difference. And then watching the best reps doing what the top guys do, because yeah, right. you can do what the top guys do, then you can begin to have the same results. I've definitely seen that. Well, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you that because I've definitely uh, had my fair share of struggles. And I think a lot of guys totally. that maybe listen yeah. to podcasts are, in, are interested to know what, what it is that makes people kind of start to have success when they weren't having success. Totally. Cool yeah. Point. And so, I mean, uh, I mean, the typical cliche of like mindset, right? Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, I was able to identify like, look, this is where I'm at. Uh, these are the stories I can tell myself mm -hmm. and I can choose to tell myself a different story and I'll get a different result. And it was toward, um, so, I mean, I don't know if you knew this or, or I mean, but basically my, my second summer selling door to door, I was actually by myself. 
Oh, really? I didn't know So, that. like, uh, I went back to the same office that I sold at before in Southern, like, I was in, uh, like, Riverside, Corona area. Okay. Um, I went back, and there were, there were no uh, returning people from the previous year that came back to that same office selling pest control. Mm-hmm. But there were a few other people that like kind of were their team of their own and they were selling in the same office as me and we lived in the same apartments, but most of their reps, the handful of reps that they brought, they all mm-hmm. left like within the first couple of weeks of them being there. Yeah. They quit. Like they weren't fit for the job. Like they didn't yeah. have to do it. They yeah. weren't making enough sales. And it was at the end of the day, just costing the company and costing the team money. But it wasn't my team and it wasn't people that I really knew. It was just like, I just happened to be in the same office with them for, for that couple of weeks. Yeah. And the people, the, the couple who were in charge of the team, they actually left as well. They went home. Like they, they, they were like, <laughs> we're sick of selling in California. <laughs> and oh like I was there selling by myself. Oh my gosh. And, uh, I was able to remain steady and consistent, you know, getting a sale or two every wow. week uh, or, or sometimes even more because I was able to just keep it simple in my head and uh, tell myself, okay, you know, if I go through this numbers game, like I'll be uh, willingly addicted to it. Like yeah. I'll, I'll willingly go out and do the, the, the system, the process. And like I was explaining earlier, right? Like I was the system, like I didn't have anything pitching or recruiting for me on automation. Yeah. So I think a lot of reps feel like that kind of process and the, that system that they are enacting is the best they can be. Yeah. You're not true. Like you can do a whole lot of stuff on the internet that people are doing every day. (laughs) You just have to learn it. Like you just have to learn what to do and like, put it in place for yourself and like you have that you know uh, working for you while you can be knocking while you can be out on the doors and so but during that time when I was in uh in California kind of by myself uh what really helped me was understanding you know I can focus on what I need to do I can focus on the day-to-day like I don't have a lot of other extracurricular extra you know distracting things that I needed to do uh, I can just go through the the couple months of the summer and then continue on my path. Yeah. And it was that summer that really uh, helped me because um, I was able to identify like, Hey, this really comes down to the story that I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. And it was about a year later after that, where I was out um, in Virginia this past uh, summer when I was like, well, I can change my story again and I can tell myself I'm more than a salesman going door to door. Like I can uh, do something on top of that and be able to benefit other people because of it. Yeah. I love it. And yeah, it's, it's it's true. It's a lot about the story because a lot of people in your shoes would be like, Oh, there's no way I can do this just by myself. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure you experienced it. Like selling by yourself. It's tough, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's super lonely. Like you think door to door sales is lonely when you're with a group of people, yeah. like, you know, you feel like you're alone on the doors, but then you go home and you're hanging out with a bunch of buddies or your team or people that your family are, but it's like, I was literally by myself. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, crazy. I did like talk to my family on the phone a lot. Like I, I filled my time watching a lot of videos, like, yeah. uh, you know, kind of keeping my head in the game as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and it was actually during that summer that I actually bought expert secrets for the first time and started reading. Oh, cool. 
and uh, I didn't know what it meant at all. <laughs> like I yeah. didn't know what was going on with that book, but I was like, man, this is kind of interesting, but like, I'm still going to go knocking door to door. Like yeah. I didn't really know what I could use with it. Like I didn't know it was a tool that it is. Yeah. And uh, so then after, you know, fast forward a year, I had read both expert secrets and uh, the majority of dot com secrets. Like I hadn't even read the entire thing. And I was like, I am buying this course of how to design funnels and learning about this because Steven Larson has a lot of stuff going for him and uh, I need to start paying attention to this guy. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I think, um, I mean, especially people who listen to that episode that you guys did, you know, I'm, I hope a lot of people started following him or start, you know, joining uh, yeah. what he's doing. But mm-hmm. what, uh, what I think is important there is, is understanding like you can become more than just a door-to-door salesman. Yeah, huge. And for, little, for our solarpreneurs, hopefully most of them know, but expertsecrets.com secrets. If you haven't read those books, they're by Russell Brunson. And they're definitely good, I would say, gateway drug into the internet marketing world. So for our yeah, audience, if you haven't read those books, definitely check them out. are amazing books. And yeah. um, it's funny because it's like you, you, you look at, you know, internet entrepreneurs, internet marketing people. Uh, a lot of what they practice, a lot of what they teach can be traced back to what he teaches in his books. Yeah. And true. like, that's the purpose of those books is to spread his message further. Because if you're spreading his message, you're also spreading your message and people are paying you, but they're also paying him. And it's like this kind of <laughs> weird yeah. partnership that's kind of unspoken, but like everyone understands it where it's like, you need to uh, help people with what your story is and mm-hmm. people will be able to pay you for your experience and pay you for the results that you've had to go about getting the long way. Yeah. All about using what you already know, teaching others. Yeah. It's yeah, a great book if you haven't read it. So Jackson, I know we're running short on time here, but the last thing I kind of wanted to get into sure. and hear from you a lot of what you're teaching, coaching about is just, yeah, bringing the internet marketing into door to door. So I just wanted to hear from you, I guess, what specific things are you like coaching people to do? Or I guess what type of funnels you plan on using for door to door? How are you planning on bringing this whole internet marketing thing specifically into door to door? Let's hear like your plans and what do you, what do you preach about that? That's a good question. Yeah. So, um, all funnels are pretty simple when you grasp like what a funnel is mm-hmm. um it's when you don't really know what a funnel is that you're like what are all these different things that these people are talking about but when you really s- dumb it down when you really like take it step by step of like okay what is a funnel a funnel mm-hmm. existed a lot earlier than russell brunson and a lot earlier than click funnels like a funnel existed you know anytime someone started selling something to anybody they were going through a funnel of like going from non-customer to customer and being led step by step as that conversion kind of went forward. What I've done is identified the current funnels that are in existence now that are needed in door-to-door industry. Mm -hmm. You see some of these funnels already in place, but people don't even talk about it or know about it or know what they're watching or what they're buying from, you know, these kind of funnels, whether they're on click funnels or not, you know, for the events that you attend, the books that you buy, right? These all, all these different kinds of funnels where it's like the uh, application process you go through, mm-hmm. the, uh, 
different kind of stuff that you become opted into, become a customer of. They already exist in the door-to-door industry. There isn't anybody really that's being loud about it. And so that's really my purpose is saying, okay. hey, open your eyes and look, the industry, the door-to-door industry is using this kind of stuff. No one's really talking about it much. Here's what you really need to know. Sure. And taking the you know, lay door-to-door person, the, the normal door-to-door recruiter who has the intention of becoming an entrepreneur or wants to be able to carry their message or build their team, I want to help them to be able to exponentially share that message or share their opportunity for being on their team louder than they can by foot or just by speaking word of mouth one-to-one like we've been talking about. Mm. And so there's a lot to be learned about uh, recruiting funnels because, I mean, you probably see these kind of ads and stuff. I mean, I won't name any in particular, but they all say a similar pitch of, we'll give you free housing or we'll give you uh, X amount in commission or we'll, uh, or they don't even say the, we'll pay high commission. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, like we'll pay uh, for your, uh, we have the best vacations. We have the best uh, culture. We have the best team. And mm. uh, there's a really good book called niche down. Um, okay. uh, I don't have, uh, it's behind me here, but um niche down it talks about and i'm sure it talks in other places but uh there's a quote in it that says like uh, along the lines of uh if there are two people who are saying they're the best by definition one is incorrect in lying (laughs) right something along those lines like if there's two people saying that they're the best by definition one of them is lying Mm -hmm. and so it's like you have all these ads and these people that are realizing like oh i can just put my pitch or put my my advertisement on the internet and so like you see all these summer sales and all these other things that are targeted at you mm-hmm. as a recruiting ad but the mistake they're making is they're they're coming at it with the intention of i want you to apply like that sounds like you know that sounds weird because like yeah. well, i do want them to apply like i shouldn't i have my ad be that and the answer is no, <laughs> like you don't want them to have that be the very first thing. You want to provide value to them yeah. and then come out with them the opportunity that they can join your team. Love it. Love it. Because if you, if you come at it backwards, like they're just going to scroll past your thing or you're going to be attracting the wrong person, the wrong person. Exactly. Yeah, that's huge. And recruiting, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest opportunities we have to use it in recruiting. Because yeah, like you, like you're saying, it's just all the same. You heard guys recruit same recruiting pitch. I mean, I, maybe you heard this at Door to Door Con, but the thing I was hearing was like, hey, like basically talking to everyone around you, just saying, hey, I don't know, I can't promise you a job, but I could, pro- <laughs> I could probably at least get you an interview. Oh my could- gosh. <laughs> That's so dumb. Like you see people who are running ads to get people in for group interviews or get them in for interviews. It's like, that's, you know, you had some uh, good intentions and and some innovation on your part by at least getting that, what used to be an offline behavior. You're, you're at least, you can get some brownie points for at least trying to put that online, but you're still trying to grease up a bike. Yeah right? So like, you're still trying to use the old methods of, you know, group interviews or three-way phone calls or like, oh my gosh, 
at the conference, there were people telling me to make a list of 20 of my friends and go and ask them about joining my team. It's like, oh my gosh, like MLM <laughs> tried that. Work. And uh, it worked for a little bit, but like it sucks because yeah. you are still the system. And it's yeah. like, that was stuff being taught in 2019. Like, like, oh my gosh, my mind was like, dude, these people have no idea. Yeah. Because there's systems that you can put in place that will totally bypass all those kind of funnel problems that I, you know, kind of think that a lot of the door-to-door industry has where it's like they're putting too much time and interest into uh, stuff that will give them a lesser return on an on investment than if you were to approach it in a totally different way. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny, man. Well, cool. Well, Jackson, I know we've covered a lot here. And even with this hour, we barely <laughs> scratched the surface. But I uh, loved having you on the show here. Yeah, so man. Where, where can people find out more about what you're doing? I know I knew you got your podcast, but where else can people find what you're doing and connect with yeah, you? Yeah, so um, right now, uh, I think you're even a member of it. Um, but there's a, a Facebook group that I have. Uh, okay. You can just search D2D Success Secrets on okay. Facebook. Um, and, uh, the purpose of the group is basically to connect like-minded, uh, door-to-door recruiters who want to be able to harness the power that comes with automated recruiting systems, as well as being able to adapt those, uh, automated systems into being able to help them sell, Mm -hmm. uh, and to help them be able to use the latest digital marketing tactics that are proven in, other industries as well as what's what's working in the door-to-door industry now and be able to help those people to have a safe and a, you know an understanding environment because like you see people post about internet marketing stuff in like the normal door-to-door communities online and they just get like pushed away yeah they, they get like shunned because it's like you're not part of us anymore. They're like, they <laughs> yeah. get uh, put in a place where it's like, they're no longer relevant. And I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's right. And so what I've done is I've uh, attempted to create a community where people can talk about what they're doing to become better at selling in person, as well as what they're doing to harness the best of both worlds of both offline and online. That's and awesome. so that's uh, D2D Success Secrets on Facebook, but you can also go to uh, D2D Success Secrets.com, which okay. is um, the uh, page that you can go to to actually get um, some, uh, it's kind of a five day video series where, that I've made to be able to teach people a lot of these basic principles of what uh, online recruiting and online selling uh, does in the door to door industry and how you can kind of pull it off. Because uh, I know a lot of people going into with this interest don't really know where to start. And so I made those, those videos d2dsuccesssecrets.com okay. uh, to be able to have a little bit of a jump start of, okay, well, how, how do I need to approach this? And what am I learning or what am I not learning if I'm just asking people in door-to-door sales about internet marketing? Because a lot of times they don't know how to explain it. They don't know how to teach it. And even the ones who are good at it aren't really the best always at teaching it. And so what I've gotten really good at is being able to teach it in a way where it's easy to digest. You know, it's a a video every day for five days to be able to understand, okay, what do I need to start with? 
That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Basically, this stuff is so you don't have to be like Jackson when he was out selling alone. You have the community. You don't have to be like <laughs> right. Jackson out there yeah. hustling by yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's always better if you can have that community. Then you can talk about things. You can talk about struggles, and you can all progress as a group. So right. I definitely go over and join his group. That's D2D Success Secrets. And also D2DSuccessSecrets.com. We'll link to those in the show notes, awesome. Jackson. So uh, send people your way. And obviously, if you haven't already, please go out and join the Solarpreneur group too. Um, yeah, what you got going on is good. And uh, you know what we need is more people like you uh, in all those different industries. Because like we've been saying, it'll make it so that it's an actual topic. Yeah. That's what's uh, the goal of all of us is to be able to help people understand like, hey, this is relevant to you. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, go out and join those groups. Go out and get Jackson's uh, yeah, video series too. And uh, before we let you go, Jackson, any final advice you have for our solarpreneurs here? Yeah. Um, what, what really was important for me to know when I first started this path, if you will, of, of trying to merge these two industries is to understand that you need to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to keep your blinders on, you know, to be able to not get distracted with, with what other people are doing. And uh, to know that uh, to become good at uh, hard work or, or good work ethic, it isn't always pressing the bar as hard as you can mm-hmm. right like this rat analogy we had <laughs> you can you can have the perceived uh work ethic or perceived hustle of someone who can press the bar or you know grind out a summer as as hard as you can and you can get good results no doubt but there's a thing that you need to understand where if you take a step back and understand there are other ways to get a reward without just slamming down on the bar or slamming the doors in the summer, there's other ways to be successful. And uh, as you strengthen that pillar in your entrepreneurial focus, you're going to be able to understand stuff that you and what I understand. And that is that there's, possible success in approaching uh, hard work by focusing both offline and online together love it love it cool so yeah do what jackson says get into the internet marketing world because like we're talking about that's where the future is headed so you owe it to yourself to get into the internet marketing figure out that stuff and apply it to what you're doing in door to door so jackson thanks again for coming on the show it's been awesome having you of course. And uh, I know we'll, I know we'll connect soon. We'll probably have you on in a future episode too. But I um, look forward to it. Yep. But yeah, we're grateful for you coming on, and uh, Thanks, we'll man. talk soon, my friend. Alrighty, man. Thank you so much. Okay. I see you, Jackson. Wow. What another amazing episode of the Solarpreneur Podcast. Now, before we take off here, do us a favor and go leave an honest review on your platform of choice or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps us get the word out about the solarpreneur movement and impact more entrepreneurs, sales professionals, and marketers just like you. And hey, don't forget to head over to Facebook and join the Solarpreneur group for more daily content that's going to impact you and help you take your sales game to the next level. See you guys in the next episode.